Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> substantial part of the population they're now moving into the fifth month of their booster so does it lose its effectiveness and how soon should they get another one if that's your advice well the answer Margaret honestly is that we don't know because we don't know the durability of protection for, from the third shot boost of an mRNA and the second shot boost of a J&J &J. Certainly, you're going to see the antibody levels go down. That's natural. But there's an element of the immune response, B-cell memory and T-cell responses, where even though you do see a diminution of antibody levels, it is quite conceivable, and I hope it's true, that the third shot boost will give a much greater durability of protection. We're following that very carefully. When I say protection, Martha, I mean protection against severe disease. You are going to see breakthrough infections as we see now, even in boosted people. But for the very most part, they're mild or even asymptomatic. That's where we would like to be, is to have that where you don't have to get more and more always every six months with a booster. We may need to boost again. That's entirely conceivable. Now, would you be interested in talking to me about why it's important that you're protesting this today? Because I'm not a selfish person who thinks it's all about me. If we could get a 90% herd immunity, not natural immunity, we could get back to our lives. Are you vaccinated? I am double vaccinated and boosted. How many booster shots are you willing to get? As many as it takes. So like 10, 20, 30? As many as it takes because I'm not a selfish bastard. I want to get back to my life. So if it takes 10, I am going to take 10. <laughs> and these are the type of crazy people that the left is producing. When you have a group of people who refuse to think for themselves and just believe everything that they're being fed on television, that's what you get. This poor lady lives, I actually feel bad for her because she lives in such fear in such a desire to get back to some type of normalcy that she's willing to take, it doesn't matter, an unlimited amount of boosters if that's what they tell her it's going to take. Ironically, a little bit further into that uh, audio clip, which I didn't bother playing, but a little bit further in, she does ask her, you know, what What if you never get back to normal? The lady really didn't answer. She just more or less said that she's not selfish and she thinks of other people. I also like how confused she is when she did the whole, if we can get into 90% vaccinated, uh, herd immunity, not natural immunity. It's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, apparently you didn't understand what anybody was saying about that. COVID continues to rage on and uh, I mean, it's not deadly. It hasn't been for a while. Most people have gotten it by this point, at least some form of it, or like they say that you're asymptomatic. You don't even know you had it, but you probably had it, I guess. 
mask mandates and shutdowns, keeping kids out of school is all continuing mainly in your blue states. In the more red states, we are living free. All kids are in school and we actually have some type of opt-out. New York City, Kathy Hulse just got dealt a good blow. I mean, I don't know. I don't live in New York. I don't ever want to. I got to say, you know, I've been around long enough that Andrew Cuomo, as stupid as he sounded, how he liked to talk really slow when he would answer things. For the most part, I don't believe, even though he sounded stupid, I don't think he was that unintelligent. I actually think he was very cunning and he knew how to play his role to deceive and he was very cocky and self-absorbed. I get all that, but I don't think he was that stupid. On the other hand, Kathy, just watching her press conferences and the comparison that she makes to things. uh, The other day she was comparing kids don't like wearing sneakers or her daughter didn't like wearing sneakers or shoes and she got used to it in school. So kids, you know, wearing a mask, you're just going to have to get used to it. And it's like, uh... Okay, shoes protect your feet from all the disgusting crap that's on the floor so your feet don't get hurt depending on where you're walking around. I mean, shoes are part of life. There's stores you're not allowed to go into without shoes. There, There is no comparison between a shoe, which people have been wearing since, I don't know, the beginning of time, some type of shoe, whether it had been a sandal, a wooden shoe, or whatever it is, we've always worn shoes, is not the same as wearing a mask. So in her opinion, it was just like, hey, kids, shut up. They'll wear the mask. Most kids are good. Most kids comply. The kids comply with this whole mask mandate because their parents tell them to. Do you think if it was up to them, they'd wear a mask? They're not doing it to just say, oh, I'm doing it for the greater good. They're doing it because mom and dad said you got to wear it. Or some adult at school said, hey, put your mask on. And kids are used to taking orders from adults. I'm sorry that they can't see that. You got stupid people in power. However, she was dealt a pretty good blow on Monday. According to Breitbart News, the state judge on Monday struck down New York's mask mandate, ruling Governor Holt's administration did not have the authority to enact such a mandate without approval from the legislature. Nassau County Supreme Court Judge Justice Thomas Raidmaker concluded that the rule amounted to a law that was enacted unlawfully by an executive branch state agency and therefore void and unforceable. I'm sure that's only going to be a temporary fix, but as of Monday, she cannot enforce kids to wear masks at these schools. I am sure it's going to be a short-term item because I'm assuming New York is a nasty place to live. Again, most people up there, at least in the big cities that have the majority of the control of what happens in that state, are not right. Uh, I would assume they're going to put it to the legislature, the state legislature, and at that point they will probably rule in favor of what they want to do and the mask mandate will be back on. In Missouri... Uh, The Republican Attorney General Eric Schmidt completed on Friday a promise that he made earlier in the week by filing a lawsuit against 36 public school districts for requiring masks. Uh, Mask mandates in those schools are illegal, they simply don't work, and they contribute to an alarming and negative psychological impact on our children. So they are fighting it in Missouri as well. This madness cannot continue. What he is fighting for is he's advocating that the choice to wear a mask should be up to the child's parents. 
So if your parents think you should wear it, then you follow directions of your parents and you wear the mask. If your parents want to opt out, then you should be able to opt out. It is more or less the same law enacted here in Florida by Ron DeSantis, which is returning and restoring the power back to the family and stripping it from all of these left-wing excuse me, school boards that are only really enforcing mask mandates because of an agenda, not because they actually work. Kids are the least impacted by this virus unless your child has multiple comorbidities already. A healthy child is going to go right through this like they do any other cold that they get. Yeah, it's funny. As a parent, I look at at kids. They are the most resilient when it comes to getting sick. It just makes sense that they're least impacted. I know adults that when they get sick, I have certain buddies of mine and family members that when they get sick, they are literally acting like it is the end of the world and they are dying. And then when I see my kids and they're running 102 fever and they're still bouncing off the walls like lunatics, you're like, I mean, guy, don't you want to sit down a little, watch a movie, relax, have something to drink, just take it easy, give your body a chance to fight. And they're like, nah, I'm good. No problem. I'm just going to go keep playing and doing what I'm doing here. So it makes perfect sense. It's child abuse what they're doing to these kids. The fact that you still mask these kids, the fact that they're trying to push vaccines on these kids, it's child abuse. There is no provable science to it. N95 masks work. If the seal is correct on your face, if you're wearing it the proper way, they work for a limited amount of time. Okay, These kids are all going to school in cloth masks that has already been said by both sides, both parties, okay, It has been said by the scientists, these cloth masks do not work. You know your child's not going to keep an N95 on, right, with the seal, right? And then the cloth masks, give me a break. They're touching them all day. They're fixing them. They're falling down their face. They're putting them back up. They don't work. It's child abuse. And you're giving some of these real radical left-wing teachers the green light that it's okay to abuse these kids. I don't know if anybody saw last week or maybe it was a week before I didn't report on it, but there was a teacher that taped the mask to a child's face. They're feeling emboldened to do this because there's no consequence to it. They're going to get a slap on the wrist by these radical school boards and there's not going to be any problem for them. They're not going to lose their job for doing that. And where the, you know, at these times, where are the parents at? Man, if my kid came home and you had taped a mask on my kid's face, you better pray that the police get to the school before I do, because I'm going to beat your behind. I'm going to tape your mouth shut. I don't understand how a parent could allow that. Maybe I'm a little more uh, inclined to physically attack you, possibly, but I don't like nobody messing with my kids. Papa Bear don't like it. And I can tell you, if you think Papa's bad, Mama Bear is way, way worse. She'd be the one to cut you. (laughs) I'd have to restrain her. It would be better you see me at six foot four, 400 pounds, ex strongman competitor than it would be to see her at a whopping 100 pounds at five foot two tall because she's going to mess you up. (laughs) I'm just saying. But it's really a shame that they are doing what they're doing to these kids. 
Representative Greg Murphy out of North Carolina had a pretty interesting take on this. He's a doctor and the vice chair of the House GOP Doctors Caucus. Uh, he says that the masks have become a symbol of a failed presidency because Biden promised to crush the virus in the beginning of his term. He went on to say that Biden is either totally out of touch, which I think is part of it, or he's tone deaf, or he just doesn't understand the fact that he's lying. And I believe as far as that statement goes, it's probably a little bit of everything. He's definitely out of touch. He definitely is tone deaf, and he doesn't understand the fact that he's lying. When people lie as much as he does, you probably can't keep up with your lies. Ultimately, you probably end up buying into your own bullcrap, and you believe what you say, even though it is completely false. Um, you remember Biden in the beginning asked everybody to just please mask up for a hundred days. That was his big thing. Just a hundred days. That's all we're asking. First, under Fauci and Donald Trump and everything, it was two weeks to slow the spread. Then once Sleepy Creepy began his term, he said, you know, a hundred days of masking. We'll just do a hundred days. Well, it's well beyond a hundred days, just like it's well beyond the two weeks. Maybe they misspoke and they meant two years. I don't know. But we are way beyond anything that they have suggested that we do, but yet we're still doing the same things over and over. Seriously, the definition of insanity. You keep doing the same things over and over, but you're expecting a different result every single time. I'm starting to believe that Biden knows he's failing uh, when it comes to COVID, when it comes to the economy. I think that he knows, even if it's only partially because half the time he doesn't know what's going on, but I think he's starting to figure out that everything that he has done has been a failure. And some frustrations, I believe, are starting to come out. He was given a press conference the other day, and a lot of reporters are yelling out questions. And Ducey ends up asking him a question in regards to inflation. And I want you to hear Joe Biden's response. Now, fair warning, there is a curse word in this, but I want to play it for you anyways. Here it is. What a stupid son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. Very presidential, I got to say. Yeah, looking top notch there, Joe. Real presidential talking like that. They said they caught him on a hot mic. It doesn't look like he didn't know the mic was on. But eh, then again, what does he know? Uh, Ducey was asking him. Does he believe that inflation is a political liability going into November? And that was Biden's response. So I think some of it's frustration. Maybe some of it's because he's cocky or because he's a jerk in general. Could be that as well. But I think he's got to know that you are failing at every turn, no matter what you want to tell yourself or what mainstream media tries to cover and make other people believe that aren't paying attention. It's funny when I hear audio like that or I see clips like that I always compare it to Trump the the mainstream media would have had a meltdown had Trump responded to any reporter of theirs like that they would have melted down it would have been all 
over the news, it would have been blown way out of proportion. And only because Sleepy Creepy said it, and he said it to Ducey, who generally asks pretty tough questions to him and Saki if they'll even answer, it's all good. It happens, they're going to sweep it under the rug, and that'll be that. But man, if it was Trump, we all know where that would have went. Now, as far as knowing COVID is failing, somebody else is failing pretty drastically right now, and that would be Mr. Fauci. There was a poll taken. It was taken by a liberal media outlet. It wasn't taken by Fox News or anybody. So you know the the sampling of their polling is going to be more or less their audience. It's not going to be a conservative audience. You may have some conservatives in there, but for the most part, it's going to be similar thinking audience to what they spew out every day in a poll of trust of dr fauci it found that only 40 percent of people in that poll believe dr fauci anymore so more than half of america if you want to go by that more than half of america think fauci's full of crap i personally think the numbers more like more than likely excuse me much lower Because again, the sampling is going to be like-minded people to them for what they're doing. They also asked the same question in regards to the CDC, and only 44% of people said that they still trust what the CDC is actually saying. So they have lost at least half the country as well. What more would you expect when they're constantly changing information, they're constantly lying about everything? If something comes out and there's a uproar on the left, they end up changing it. So at this point, they don't really have any credibility. So it's not surprising that that poll came out. It's more surprising where it came from. I want to say it was MSNBC. Uh, I was browsing through and I just happened to catch it and read it. I want to say it was MSNBC. But it was it was an interesting poll because of where it came from more than the poll itself. I know and you know that... Nobody trusts these institutions anymore. Nobody trusts Fauci anymore. The guy, everything he said, it's he's always contradicting himself. The CDC, the same thing. If they're not contradicting themselves, they're doing things like changing definitions to stuff like, what does it mean to be fully vaccinated? Okay, it used to be, back in my time anyways, you get a polio vaccine, you're one and done at birth. I mean, you get the measles vaccine, the mumps vaccine, you're one and done. Nowadays, chicken pox, it's it's a couple sets, but you're done. When I was a kid, they threw chicken pox parties. You get chicken pox, they get all the kids together, get them all sick at one time, let them blow through it, and it's all done. Nowadays, you get your shot and you're done. You don't take another shot. When you get maybe older, you worry about your shingle shot. But beyond that, vaccines meant to me, anyways, by definition, It's a set or one and done. It isn't two in the beginning plus a booster and a fourth booster and a fifth booster and a sixth booster. Sounds more like a flu shot. You know, just going to throw that out there once again. Uh, PETA right now is not real excited with Dr. Fauci. PETA has got some strong words for Dr. Fauci. And for once, I'm in line with PETA. I don't generally support their organization because they are real radical when it comes to animals. I mean, they don't even think you should eat meat. They think you should take a vegan diet up. And I disagree with that. I think that the way we are designed, the way we were built, how God created this world, those animals are for us. Our teeth are meant for chewing and tearing. So therefore, 
I would assume we are not herbivores. We can actually eat meat. Just me. But I don't generally line up with PETA. But in this particular case, I'm willing to make that exception. In an exclusive interview with Breitbart News, the vice president of PETA called for the firing of Dr. Anthony Fauci over failed animal experimentation by the NIH, highlighted the billions wasted on cruel projects and illogical studies such as attempts at creating transgender monkeys while praising Republicans for leading the way on these issues. Kathy Germo, who's the vice president, in the interview, she had quite a bit to say about Anthony Fauci and all the studies that they're doing. Uh, she went more or less was saying that these studies that they're doing nowadays don't really produce any results. They don't help anything. They're not creating something um, from abusing these animals. So she's definitely calling for Anthony Fauci to get out of there. She claims that most of these are just for papers, so it sounds good on paper, but you're not actually doing anything with it. She is claiming in the interview that she gave that the NIH, half of their budget goes to funding for projects like these that, again, don't really produce any result other than getting your name in a paper and making it look good on paper, but it has really no benefit for humans. You're not doing things to benefit humans. <laughs> I would have to say that making a monkey transgender, I'm struggling to understand how that helps us. And my God, the poor monkey. Because I'm sure that the monkey didn't just come out and say, you know, Bob, you know, Dr. Fauci, I don't feel like a boy monkey. I really think that my gender is incorrect. I think I'm a girl monkey. Can you help me? I got real problems thinking that the monkey said that. So why in God's name would we be wasting money on something like that? Why would we be subjecting these poor animals to something like that? Other than you are just a sick individual. And don't tell me that it's to see how to do things on a monkey so they know how to do it on a person. You know what? You want to go down that route? That's on you. And if everything doesn't come out the way it should, well, guess what? Again, that's on you because you shouldn't be doing stuff like that anyways. Just my opinion. But she thinks Fauci needs to be replaced and fired for what he is doing. Again, I don't generally agree with PETA. But in this particular case, making an exception, I do agree that Dr. Fauci should be fired. I think he should be arrested and jailed for what he has done. His gain-of-function research, his constant lying, he was part of the outbreak. Everything that that man has done he should pay a price for. Will that happen with Biden in the, in the White House? More than likely not. Would be nice to see something happen, but let's be honest, they're not going to do anything to any of those people. All right, that'll wrap it up for me today. We will do it again tomorrow. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's a great help on Apple. It helps me get more exposure. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can go to littlejoecc.com, go to the contact section, and leave me a message. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I am at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N. On Gab or Parlor, I am at The Real Little Joe. Cloud Hub, I am at Little Joe CC. And if you'd like to check out any videos I do, again, they are on Rumble and YouTube. Everything is being uploaded. YouTube's a little bit behind, but any up-to-date videos currently are on Rumble. 
uh, a new video of the podcast will be coming out this Friday, so don't miss that as well. Hope you have a blessed rest of your day. Do it again tomorrow.